0: Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location. This is Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live, and I've got your four Penn State talking points for Friday. May 6th, we're looking at Penn State's spring practice season, which concluded April 23rd with the blue-white game, the 15th and final practice of the spring for Penn State. Looking today at four positions whose dynamics have shifted or changed just a little bit from the start of spring until now, we'll start at the quarterback position, which is a logical place to start for any type of uh, position-by-position rundown. Sean Clifford, I think it's been made more and more clear as if there were any doubts going into the winter that he is the clear-cut starter for Penn State. The way that Penn State divvied up practice reps, backs that up. They tried to work in and and had to work in some younger guys behind him, but I think all investment here is in Sean Clifford being the starter. James Franklin was uh, high in his praise for Clifford um, after the blue-white game, set his numbers across the board when it comes to completions and all the other advanced metrics, um, completion percentage, um, downfield passing, everything you can measure that Penn State measures in practice, which is it's a pretty significant amount of stuff that they're tracking um, in these practices. Sean Clipper's numbers are up across the board. You know, the other talking point when it comes to Sean Clifford, year two under Mike Yurcich, he hasn't really had—he hasn't had the benefit of year two under any offensive coordinator, and he gets that with Mike Yurcich. So his decision making, his comfort in the offense, his command of the offense, um, his ability to maybe make checks at the line of scrimmage, to be able to shift protections—all the stuff that makes a quarterback better. Should be improved in 2022, which you would expect from a four-year starter, which is what Sean Clifford will be this fall, and a six-year player. So expect some improvement there. No unseating Sean Clifford unless he plays himself out of that job or if he were to get hurt, uh, which we've seen um, in the past. If that were to happen, if there is a fallback, either short-term or long-term, it looks pretty clear now that Christian Veiu. Um, is the best option to do that for Penn State. Um, he's picked up right where he left off against Rutgers when he threw three touchdown passes in his in his college debut. He's got really nice quality um, athletic attributes, including that six-foot-four frame. He moves well. He throws well. I think he's got plenty of arm, plenty of accuracy. I think his temperament looks like an asset, too. Uh, saw that against Rutgers. The moment didn't look too big for him. I know it wasn't a, a, a high profile opponent or anything like that, but he settled in quickly and he made a lot of nice throws that day. Nice controlled, aggressive composure. We saw a little bit more of that at blue white. So it's, it seems like it's safe to, to start drawing some conclusions about Christian Bayou and feel a little bit of confidence that he can, um, he can be the guy. If he's asked if that, if that situation arises, um, you figure drew Aller, who's the five star from Ohio looks to be a year away. Um, looked like a freshman in the blue-white game. Threw a couple interceptions. He had some passes that he threw behind some guys. Uh, maybe just that first game with fans in the stands. First game where you could feel the consequences of of, of your actions there. Uh, but I think the good news with him was that his body language did not change, even though things were falling apart a bit around him. He's a big kid at 6'5", 230 pounds. He's got a big arm. Uh, can run for his size. He's a force in that part of his game. Not a super fast, super athletic guy, but for 6'5", 230, he can move. And he's got that that, uh, skill now that's becoming so much more important in college football, pro football as well. Being able to throw the ball off platform uh, change arm angles, throw off one foot, throw on the run. He's got an ability to do that. So I think he's going to be just fine, but you saw in the blue-white game, probably what James Franklin suspected. He still just needs a little bit more time to settle into this offense, be able to anticipate a little bit better, a little bit faster. Same thing can be said about Bo Bola. It looks like he's got a little trace McSorley to his game. That's what it looked like coming out of Central York High School where he was a three-star prospect, really good dual threat, true dual threat guy who can run it and throw it. His skills play up because he looks like he has pretty high level intangibles too. competitive drive. When things break down, he stays composed. His body language, just like drew Aller, very encouraging at blue white, even when things, uh, when, when things didn't go great for him, I don't think we'll learn much of anything about that Drew Aller-Bo Perbola dynamic until next spring. I think James Franklin and that coaching staff will hold off as long as they can to to say whether one freshman has an advantage over another. But I think next year at this time, we'll have a legit competition for that starting job. Christian Veyu, Drew Aller, uh, Bo Perbola. And uh, we'll see what happens then. But I don't think we'll have a lot of news between now and then. I think you've got your number one. You've got your number two. And I don't think James Franklin is willing to name a number three until he absolutely has to. Another position that we have started to learn a bit more is that running back. Everybody's been raving about Nick Singleton. Defensive players, offensive players, talking about what he's been able to show since he arrived in January. We've also found out uh, from Choke Losey, the Penn State strength coach, that he has been thriving from a strength and power standpoint in those testing metrics. Quarterback Sean Clifford was on with Adam Brenneman, the former Penn State uh, player, on his podcast. Um, Mentioned Nick Singleton by name. Uh, His package of skills is intriguing, and it's apparently stood out in the spring, coaches and players alike. Fast, quick, powerful, aggressive, can go inside, can go outside. Uh, Really a do-it-all back. Uh, That you'd expect from a five star player was the Gatorade national player of the year. I wouldn't look too much into his spring game performance Four carries for minus one yard in the blue white game doesn't mean a whole lot. What does mean something from the blue-white game, I think, is Catron Allen, the other freshman in this duo, also arrived in January, had a reputation for being really good in short yardage, being good and close to the goal line, maybe be that short yardage back for Penn State. He's got a big body, 5'11", 216 already, and he does have those skills, but he's much more than a power back, and we saw that in the blue-white game. Quick first step, good wiggle, pretty elusive, can make guys miss faster than I thought he would be. Uh, but the power is there when he needs it. He can also um, shows a comfort level running in tight spaces, which is what has helped to become such a good short yardage and goal line guy. I got to think that he's a factor possibly on this running back depth chart, which will be a work in progress as Penn state kicks off training camp later this summer. And probably as, as the 2022 season unfolds, Kate Allen, don't forget about that name. Uh, Keyvon Lee, as we're looking at this depth chart, first guy to get game reps at the, at blue white, Hard to imagine he's not the starter for week one. He's the first guy we saw in live game drills. He's got 933 rushing yards and six touchdowns. He's averaged 4.8 yards per carry over two seasons. He's done it um, on the big stage. He's um, anchored the Penn State backfield at times over the past two seasons, but he does have a responsibility to hold off these young guys for that starting job, particularly Nick Singleton. Two other guys involved here, Devin Ford, Kaziah Holmes. We didn't see Kaziah Holmes in the blue-white game. We saw Devin 40s um, down to 190 pounds. Maybe looks to be poised to bring that home run threat, that perimeter threat, can run outside, make guys missed, uh, miss, hit a home run from that running back position. Kaziah Holmes redshirted last year after playing as a true freshman in 2020. Didn't see him at the blue-white game, but got to think that he too can be a factor um, for, for Penn State. Um, going into 2022. So a lot of options here for James Franklin and uh one Sider and that crew. And uh, I think what you might see in week one isn't how this running back depth chart will unfold by the end of the season. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our locations, including our new State College dispensary located at 1248 South Atherton Street. Let's talk medical marijuana and let our confidence become yours. Switching over to defense, position groups that have shifted dynamics a bit, the safety position uh, is a fun one to watch. Jonathan Sutherland, a veteran, has now been officially listed. As a linebacker on Penn State's roster, Penn State had held off doing that until now, but James Franklin um, said moving Sutherland up from safety to linebacker gives Penn State the best option to get the best 11 players on the field on defense. Uh, Zaki Wheatley was moved from cornerback to safety, and you have seen a a good impression by him on the coaching staff, it's clear, and that includes the blue-white game where he was around the football a lot. Wasn't afraid to be physical, which is something to watch when you're talking about a cornerback moving to safety. Uh, I don't think at this point in time it's crazy to think that Zaki Wheatley, Wheatley can make a move for the starting job. You've got Jair Brown entrenched as a starter, a leader, a playmaker. I would expect a career year for him from him, just like you saw from Jaquan Brisker in year two as a starter for him. He was a second-round pick of the Chicago Bears, and Jair Brown has a chance to do the same thing. Emerge as a, a real NFL player. Zaki Wheatley is in the mix, along with another talented sophomore and Jalen Reed. You've also got Keaton Ellis, who made the move from cornerback to safety last year, gives them a veteran presence. That top four, in some combination or another, looks to be pretty well-established. It just comes down to who's the number two and who's in a who's in a reserve role to start the year. You've also got some newcomers who are worth watching. Makai Flowers, an electric athlete from CD East High School. Christian Driver, the son of Donald Driver, who James Franklin coached um, as a Green Bay Packer. And K.J. Winston, a true safety instinctive guy coming out of Maryland. Tyrese Mills is also the third Lackawanna College safety to make the move and transfer to Penn State. And we've seen what happened with Jaquan Brisker and Jair Brown, who both came from Lackawanna. Expectations are high that Tyrese Mills can play a key role pretty early in his career. Maybe even in 2022, that's the expectation. The depth chart here could skew young, but it is a talented group. And it does go deep. Uh, you might have at the fifth or sixth got, uh, spot, a true freshman. You could have Tyrese Mills there. Um, can Ty, Can Zaki Wheatley push for a starting job? Can Tyrese Mills get into the mix? Just a couple of the questions left to answer there. But uh, come out of spring I'm pretty good about Penn State safeties. Uh, the defensive end group is another one. Um, you know, it's got some intrigue. It's got some possibilities. I think it's got to establish itself here with some some changes, numerous changes going on, including losing Jesse Lucchetta as a starter and Arnold Epicady both of those guys, NFL draft picks. Arnold Epicady went in the second round, number 38 overall. Jesse Lucchetta went in the seventh round um, after moving up from linebacker to defensive end. Who can take up uh, that role? Who can, who can take their place and fill those shoes? He also had... Zariah Fisher, the converted linebacker, who we now know is out for the season with an injury. We learned that this spring. We also had a commitment from Damian Robinson uh, to transfer from Maryland to Penn State. He's a former top 75 recruit. He was a five-star in the 24-7 sports site rankings. He played in 13 games for Maryland last year. He shows that twitch explosion, things that you can't teach from an an edge rusher, and you're going to need to bring some of that with Arnold Epicady gone. Uh, Without a doubt, though, Penn State will be leaning on Adisa Isaac to come back from his 2021 injury, missed all of that season, but he too has some things you can't teach. He's he's got some experience in addition to explosiveness, quick twitch, athleticism, bend, all the stuff you're looking for in an edge rusher. He's got uh, other options there. Nick Tarburton was was, uh, much better against the run and not so much viewed as a uh, true pass rusher last season. You have a chance for him to grow into both of those roles a little bit more. He's a nice piece. Had trouble staying healthy early in his Penn State career. Uh, played a, a, a solid role last season. Smith-Dilbert had three sacks in the bowl game. I mean, Vanover is another long, athletic kid. A former highly touted recruit who has a chance to na- take the next step. And you've got denied Dennis Sutton, who's lurking. A true freshman set to arrive this summer. Polished and mature with a a wide variety of pass rush moves, can win with power, can win with speed. He compares favorably athletically, at at least I think, to Yitor Grosmatos, who played and burned his redshirt as a true freshman back in 2017. I think Danai Dennis Sutton has a chance to do the same thing. I would be surprised if he doesn't, even though he's not arriving until May, June, uh, wasn't part of that group of January enrollees. Uh, Losing Zariah Fisher does take a potential breakout pick off the table Penn State. Still has a few guys who are worth watching closely, but plenty of things to juggle here for Penn State and James Franklin at the defensive end spot. A lot of upside, but I think a lot of things to prove at that spot. Thanks for tuning into this edition of the Blue-White Breakdown. As always, be sure to follow along. Uh, the daily Penn State podcast from Penn Lab. Those can be found anywhere podcasts are. Just search for Blue White Breakdown. Everything else we do available at PennLab.com/slash/PennStateFootball. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Blue White Breakdown, and we'll see you next time. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary.